We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Rutland drops back, throws an arching pass upfield. Reggie Townfields gathers it in on the dead run and races all the way to score for Los Angeles. A 72-yard touchdown play. First down inside his own five from his own end zone. Sacked and a safety on Rudolph. Aaron Donald and Clay Matthews got to him. Inspired by the presence of Captain Jack Youngblood, playing in pain with his broken leg. A savage Ram defense. They hand it to Steven. Great jump cut. 45 seconds. a whole burst to it. 20. Five steps to tackle. Runs left. 25 still on his feet. 46 yard goal by number 39. Running back, number 29, Eric Dickerson. Johnny Hecker, a high school quarterback, is going to throw. The fake is on it. He's got a first down to Stephen Bailey. Mike Jones made the tackle. And the Rams have won the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Rams Talk Radio with Derek C. Apollo and Michael Stewart. Welcome to Rams Talk Radio. It's Derek C. Apollo, your host tonight. Mike's off. Steve's off. Filming movie. And so here I am bringing you guys part one of our Chicago Bears Los Angeles Rams Monday Night Preview. It's breaking up two parts. One, we usually would have had out last night, but I took the night off to watch the debate, kind of see how that was going. And... 
Coming back tonight, we're going to sit down with Lakeshore Lies Austin and Fuel Step. And he is somebody I worked with over at Rand's Brawl, who did a great job in terms of getting us organized over there. And just have a good rapport, so I'm glad to be able to sit down and talk some football with him, especially given the magnitude of this game for the Rams. The Rams really need to show up for this one. It's at home. They have they haven't looked great since, in my view, they haven't looked great since week three. And I'm talking about this at the end of the game with the Bills. I think that there's a lot of issues there with the Rams that still be worked out, and a lot of it's just the fact that they're a young team. They got they got to work some things here, and. You know, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Bears and how they've been and how they've kind of evolved. The season has gone on, and you know, it's the Bears. It's a legacy matchup. It's the Rams and Bears have played some great ones over the years, and and the Rams have oftentimes fallen up on the short end of it. I think of the fifteen to six game in Chicago a couple of years ago. I, th- I think of some of the blowouts the Rams took from the Bears in previous years, and yet I can also remember the Rams beating the Bears on Monday Night Football way back in 1988, to keep themselves in the playoff hunt. They're just, over the course of so many years, throughout all these franchises' struggles, they're still legacy franchises. So seeing the Bears and Rams play is going to be it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a physical one. It's going to be still a joy to me. So there you go on that one. All right, so before we get into the Austin, I want to ask you, hey, for Apple Music, if you haven't already, leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate that. It helps us move up the charts. It helps us... Uh, to just continue to leave our mark little by little in the Rams podcast community. We are very happy to be in our, I think this is what, our one, two, three, four. This is our fifth season. Fourth full podcasting it out. So we're glad to be here. Glad you're listening in, and we appreciate your support through every season, but especially this year with all the things that have happened with COVID. So, all that in mind, let's go ahead and talk to Austin. Let's see what his thoughts are in terms of what the Bears bring us the Rams. And here's hoping we have ourselves a great matchup. Check it out. Austin feels that from, from Lakeshore Live. All right, folks, we are into our Bears game previews. And I'm here with Mike Fuelstat, a.k.a. Uncle Mike 21 with the Lakeshore Live podcast, here to preview the Bears with us. And here's the thing. I worked with Mike before doing some stuff with Brawl Network, and we got along really well, so I was actually really excited to have him come on the show and talk about the Bears this week to get his views, and I gotta tell you, I gotta also gotta be honest when I'm, when I'm talking about this, I am not sure what to think about this game. Mike, we've Derek, seen... I think my Twitter, I think my Twitter handle's tripping you up. Uncle Mike 21 Yeah, 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 but you know my, you know my name's Austin. I know, right? Did I say Mike Fugles? Yeah, you're, you're calling me Mike the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I think it's awesome fuel stat. Okay, yeah, it's a, train wreck. It's my, Twitter, my Twitter account, my Twitter handle is from it's a it's a it's a long story from when I first made Twitter, and people don't want me to change it, so that's why I keep it. But yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, but I gotta keep it. I'm not gonna edit that out because that's funny stuff. We're gonna leave it in. That's hilarious. Okay. All right. So. Help me with this. The, traditionally, the Bears give the Rams all kinds of problems. Two years ago, the big Monday night game, Sunday night game, sorry, Sunday night game, the Bears go in there and just annihilate the Rams' offense. They basically give other teams the full blueprint that Detroit kind of laid out the week before. Since, uh, Chicago kind of puts it out there fully, and the Rams' season from that point forward changes offensively. Go the next year, the Rams did something that nobody thought they would do. They powered their way over the Bears last year, the Bears' offense struggling. 
This is a different Bears team this year. A 5-1 team that's had some really close, close games, but they're hard-fought, good victories. The Rams, 4-0 against the NFC least, and 0-2 against everybody else. What do you make of this game? Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, you look at the you look at the past two games, and we just did our podcast at Lakeshore Live, and, and we talked the same thing. The last two years have been so low scoring. I was actually at that game in 2018. I'll never forget it. I mean, that was one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen uh, from a Chicago Bears team. And uh, they, I mean, that you had the that high powered offense of the of the Rams coming in, and uh, I mean, Todd Gurley was was playing at an MVP level, and the Bears shut the whole offense down, and that was something that was really incredible to watch. Santa Slay. Ah, uh, the big uh, touchdown to big man Bradley Sowell in the end zone. Just some crazy memories. And then the next year, that I mean, it, Bears couldn't score. It's the offense. It's what we've been dealing with, lifelong Bears fans. We're dealing with terrible offenses. So coming into this year, it's going to be. I expect another low scoring game. However, it could it could really be. It's. I'm either going to think it's it's low scoring or it's going to be extremely high scoring. I don't think there's any in between. But how this has been going, how the defense has been playing, I think it's going to go low scoring. And and I'll tell you what, right now. I am terrified of Aaron Donald, more terrified than I usually am because our guard, our guard play has been terrible. We are without James Daniels, our best offensive lineman. The Bears haven't made any moves to add anybody. So I'm terrified of, of Aaron Donald. I don't know how the Bears are going to be able to run the ball. They haven't been able to do it all year. But the good thing is the defense is playing very well, inspired behind Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is someone who you can never count out. Um, he gets very, he's very streaky. He gets very hot. And I think he provides a chance that the Bears could win this game, 100%. Um, I'm, I'm not saying that they will. Uh, it's going to be a very, very good game. Uh, but this season, especially, Nick Foles gives the Bears to win, gives the Bears a chance to win any game, especially with this defense. So we'll see how it plays out. I mean, I would like to see the Bears get get going with their running game, but with the guard play and the offensive line play, I really don't know. Um, that'll be a huge part of it. But I see it being low scoring. I see a lot of defensive plays on both sides both teams um and i see both quarterbacks struggling like they always do uh, in this matchup i'm looking at this matchup and off from the ram side i'm thinking okay let's assume problem mac for a couple of different reasons the bears play good smart defense they get after your quarterback they they do things to try and, and really throw your game off they know how to hit your strengths and then i i'm also looking at what this season's been like for the Bears as far. We're talking about week one, a comeback. I mean, a game really Detroit had in the bag, and they came back and beat Detroit. They have a tough one against the Giants. We are familiar. The Giants gave us problems, too. The Falcons, 30-26. The Falcons being the Falcons in that game, just blowing leads. But a loss to the Colts, that's, to me, the first real-world tough opponent. Then come back and beat the Bucks, 2019. And Carolina's proven better than we thought they were going to be. 23-16. I'm seeing basically the schedule getting harder and the Bears getting better as the schedule gets harder. What's that mean to you in terms of where they are right now as a team and where they are really in the division? Yeah, you know, it's it's tough and we talk about this all the time, but it's like cautiously optimistic. Same thing in 2018. It's cautiously optimistic because we've seen our hearts broken many times. I mean, uh, I forgot what year it was a while back. The Bears started the season 7-1 uh, and then they didn't make the playoffs. So we've seen some great starts. We've seen some really um, heartbreaking not making the playoffs. But this is this is a special team and they've been talking about it in the press, in the um, post-game press conferences, in the press conferences during the week. This is a team that doesn't give up. 
and it's a team that's hungry to win. They're they're five and one, and they know damn well that they're not playing very well. Um, they know that they haven't reached their potential, and they know that they have a lot to improve on. So they're happy with five and one. However, they know there's a lot to improve on, and this is a team that is going to continue to fight, and it's never out of it. Um, in terms of where they are as a t- as a group, this is going to be this is a very hard stretch that we're going into. It's uh, Rams, then it's Saints, and then I think it's Titans, and that is very hard. Um, the Bears have to pull out at least a win uh, these next three games uh, out of those three teams to uh, continue to move on here. But uh, they're absolutely going to contend for uh, the NFC North, depending on how well the Packers play. They just got walloped by the Bucks, which is awesome to see. Um, but the Bears are going to have to obviously go 12-4, and 11-5 to really compete. Um, but I think, and I'm a firm believer in this, I don't, not many people are, but I still think Nick Foles has about two weeks until we start seeing this offense really click. And Nick Foles brings that kind of cerebral difference that Mitch Trubisky doesn't have, where Nick Foles understands the offense we've seen. Nick Foles get, it, get in at, at it with Matt Nagy on the sidelines because Nagy didn't let him run a play, didn't let him run hurry up. So Foles notices things. He's able to check, kill plays, and really make a difference on the offensive side of the football, I think. And he's coming in. He knows his offense. But it is a little bit different, and it is a very challenging offense, as many people may know. Um, so... I think Foles give him another two weeks. I think when we see this real offense really explode or you know click uh, at the Saints game. However, I think we're going to see him get better and better every game like he kind of has been. Um, it's been weird. Since the Bears haven't been able to run the ball, it's been very weird possessions for the Bears. You know, it's, it's just, I, I, the, we're an offensive line. I'm thinking we're an offensive line away from being a, an actual Super Bowl contender. Because um, right now, Foles, shows, no, Foles has shown that he can do it in the playoffs. The defense is playing at a very high caliber level. Um, so it, we're an offensive line away, and if they can figure that out, I think it's going to be a dangerous team. But, yeah, like you said, uh, two last two opponents have been pretty difficult. The NFC South is always difficult, and Carolina playing better than they have been uh, in past years. So it's great to see them win, but now, you know, this is our this is going to be our toughest opponent of the year. And then moving forward, we got Saints-Titans. So we'll see how it goes, but... Uh, cautiously optimistic. I mean, I'm excited, but I'm also like, okay, we got to start proving ourselves a little more now. All right, let's zero in though on the defense. The defense itself, I mean, it's got serious names, names that should strike fear in a lot of people. Khalil Mack, you know, man, geez, Dan, Dan Trevathan's been great. Roquan Smith's been great. These are names to a defense that raise eyebrows. Even down to former Browns first round pick Barkivis Mingo, he seems to finally he seems to be finding his niche there as well. What are the weaknesses in this defense right now? Well, I mean, you know, it's tough because, like you said, um, the Bears have been able to find players, even players that are kind of tail end of their career. Mario Edwards Jr., who they recently brought in, he's been killing it. Mingo has been killing it, like you said. Um, Robert Quinn has been playing very well. Him and Khalil Mack are proving to be that dangerous duo we thought he would be. So the weaknesses for them, it is that inside linebacker position, one with, uh, with Danny Trevathan. Uh, Roquan Smith is playing at an all-pro level, and so is Kyle, Kyle Fuller. Um, but Danny Trevathan has been a little slow. He's still very valuable to the team. He's, playing, he's starting to play really well again. However, he is tough in coverage. So that's where the Rams are going to be able to take advantage. And also... Um, maybe using Cooper Cup or Robert Woods, those quick plays uh, to kind of get the ball out of golf's hands quick. That's where you're going to beat the Bears. Um, and then on, actually on the ground this year has been able to – running backs have had somewhat success. The Bears have been able to bend but not break this year, and there has been success on the ground as well. So Darrell Henderson should be able to find 
a little bit of success on the ground. I'm not sure how much, but um, Bilal Nichols, their defensive line, interior defensive lineman has been playing better. Uh, so weaknesses for sure. A little bit of the run game, um, even though it's not it's not a huge glaring weakness. And then you know if the, Bear, the Rams will be able to attack them with quick pass plays and also uh, when Danny Trevathan's in coverage. All right, so here we go. Let's, in looking at the Rams' offense right now, they're not really a, a go-deep offense. They are the kind of offense that relies on deception. They rely on short passes to get the yak going in there. Samson did a great job last year of closing that in, and especially really great play from the cornerbacks. What can the Bears do? What will the Bears do, do you believe, in this game to, to stop that Rams intermediate passing game, short passing game, and get Jared off. Well, I mean, they're a hundred percent gonna. Chuck has been Chuck has been blitzing these last two weeks more than he has uh, in a while. More more than he, I think more than he has in the last year and a half. So he's been blitzing as of late, um, and blitzing often. That's how we got to Brady. Uh, that's how they got to Teddy. So he will rush four. That is a deadly front four, like you mentioned. But he's gonna bring pressure to put um, Jared Goff in pressure essentially and kind of force him to either make a bad throw or force a sack or a throw away but uh to stop the quick throws i mean it's going to be tough to stop the quick throws we're gonna to have to depend on the cornerbacks jalen johnson our rookie's been playing at a defensive player of the year level so far um and kyle fuller's been playing one of his this might be his best year as a bear so far so uh we're gonna to have to depend on that but uh the bears are definitely gonna to have to get at jared Goff, pressure him like they have been the last two years and try to make him make some errant throws and uh Try to uh, try to get him on the ground, get some sacks and some turnovers. Now, flipping this around, how do the Bears right now attack the Rams' defense? Well, get, I mean, with Aaron Donald there, getting it out quick, running the ball away from Aaron Donald. I'm sure we're going to see some stretch plays, maybe some, uh, you know, they might bring Anthony Miller, Darnell Mooney on some sweeps. Uh, they'll get Cordero Patterson outside zone away from Aaron Donald, I'm sure. Um, you know, Aaron Donald's going to be double teamed a lot. I don't even know if that's going to stop him the way our offensive line has been playing as of late, but it's going to have to be quick passes. Um, Foles has been pressured, I think 31st most, or he's been pressured one of the, he's been pressured one of the most out of all quarterbacks. And Mr. Bisky's like right up there too, because the offensive line hasn't been playing very well. Um, so, you know, they're going to have to get the ball out quick and they're going to have to try to find a way to, to be creative and, and get these runs going. Maybe short screen passes. Again, like I said, jet sweeps. We'll have to see. But um, I think quick passes is where they're going to do it. And then maybe uh, they'll get some, if they get the run game going, uh, play action. Uh, you'll see You'll see a deep ball too to Darnell Mooney, I think. So um, it, it's, just, it's just being able to stay consistent. Uh, Nick Foles has to be accurate, get the ball out of his hands quick, and then keep moving the ball down the field. So in the end, what are the X factors for you in this game? Well, one is always going to be stopping Aaron Donald, no matter when you play him. Uh, you have to neutralize him. I mean, you're not going to stop him. You have to minimize his effect on what he's going to do to your team. So minimize the sacks. Maybe see if he can, uh, you know, again, run the ball away from him. But X factor for me, 100%, you have to run the ball. I said this every week. The Bears have to run the ball. Um, and they're not doing it. And if they want to go far in the playoffs, they have to get better at running the ball. So one of these weeks they're going to do it, but um, run the ball, uh, run it for with success, and then um, the other X factor for me on offense is, is Nick Foles has to hit these deep shots. We haven't seen it all year from the Bears, even with Nick Foles on on most of them. Um, these deep balls are, are still a little errant, whether it's a wide receiver quarterback miscommunication or just a bad throw. So 
you know, X factor for me, again, run the ball and then connect on your deep balls when that shot is there. And then on defense, it's you got to just get to golf. I mean, that's it. Uh, you know, they don't have all pro or pro bowl Todd Gurley anymore. I know Darrell Henderson is still a great running back. Um, so stop the run and then get to golf. Those are my X factors on defense. Get to golf. Stop the run. For flipping it around, you, you, got, you definitely are right. You're nailing it with if the Bears run the football in this game, I don't see a Ram win. The Rams have a weakness. Which they haven't done all year. Yeah, the Rams have a weakness inside the, at the linebacking core. They really do. And they're, with their secondary being a strength, overall, let me stress this, Jordan Fuller being out hurt the Rams. He was a guy who was really making some plays in the passing and running game. Losing him hurt them, hurt them bad. Taylor Rapp is not really what they need back there. That, that's what's been exposed. So there are some gaps in there, but you saw three talented defenders back there in secondary. Linebacking core is a problem. Rams pass rush. Your boy, former boy, Leonard Floyd, mm-hmm. has been off and on thus far for the Rams. Yeah. I, think that, I think that sounds familiar to you. <laughs> Yeah, and, yeah, big letter Floyd Floyd revenge game too. We're all expecting that, so we'll see what happens with uh, with him. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem the Rams have had though. I mean, they were entered last week among the league leaders in sacks, but it was fool's goal because they they're they've been successful in spurts, and the Redskins' offensive line couldn't handle them. But there's been times that was a nightmare. Yeah, there's been a lot of times this year where that Rams pass rush has gotten nowhere because a lot of times Aaron Donald's alone. And you put three guys on Donald, and you can't get anybody else to, to their quarterback. And guess what? You just got open lanes to throw, open lanes to run. So, I mean, if the Bears can handle what I view as a rather inconsistent, almost weak Rams pass rush, which is again strange to hear for a, among the league leaders in, stat, in sacks, but it's it's fool's gold. If yeah. they can handle it and keep the Rams linebackers busy. I mean, this could actually become a Bears blowout. Seriously, with that Bears defense being what it is, it could be. Yeah. On the flip side, though, I mean, the Rams, I mean, this fan base here, the, the team, I think, was embarrassed by their performance at San Francisco. They're going home to play in that beautiful, posh, state-of-the-art <laughs> place. Um, I, I don't know what to make. I, this game, I mean, I've, there's been games when the Bears have come out Against the Rams and blow them out of the water, and you're like, "What was that?" Um, the the fifteen to six game was it fifteen six fifteen nine whatever it was it was 15, defensive beauty. The Rams 15, played nine, I think. The Rams defense played great defense that day they too. They did. It was, a, and yeah. that was a war in itself. And so these teams have played some very odd games over the years, and it's almost like I don't know what to make of it in the end. I really don't. I can't make it. I, I feel like they're almost. Yeah. Yeah, you feel like they're almost due for a high-scoring game, yet like you almost know it's going to be another insane, weird, low-scoring game. Oh, I think this. Yeah, I think this one's going to be physical. I think we're, I think there's danger of, of it, considering how these two teams have played each other recently. I think this could be a, a game where we see some injuries. I mean, I'm not sure what to make of it. All right, yeah. so awesome. Tell people where they can find your work. They can they want to go check out the the Bear side preview over on your on your show. Where can they? Let me find you. Yeah, sure. So like uh, Derek said in the beginning, uh, <laughs> at Uncle Mike 21 but my name is not Mike. It's a long story with that Twitter handle, so uh, don't ask. Uh, at Uncle Mike 21 on Twitter, uh, talking all things Bear Chicago. I'm like a, I am like like bleed 
blue, red, white, the Chicago flag. So except the White Sox. Um, but other than that, everything Chicago. And then we do the podcast at LSL underscore pod on Twitter. Uh, we do live shows every Sunday. We have a lot of fun with those. Um, we actually have an, an artificial intelligence NFL predictor, which has been doing really well. So that's been that's been really cool to f- have fun with. And we do it on Facebook and Instagram as well. We're on YouTube. So check it out there if you want some Chicago content or Bears content or just looking for something else to listen to. But you guys are in a great place, Derek. It is always an honor to come on and, and do this podcast with you. Like I've told you many times, you are one of the best that I've ever worked with. So I appreciate you having me on, my friend. I appreciate the kind words. and. You know, I think we're going to do a special mid, a special mid-year podcast here. I think I would love it if you would come on and represent the Bears for our roundtable discussion. Sure. Yeah, for that. Absolutely. All Absolutely. Right, you, well, you got it. We'll see you then. Right. You'll probably hear me say this a lot over the next two episodes leading up to the game, and of course, I, I felt this way. Last with the 49ers, the Bears make me nervous. They have some things, especially defensively, that I think caused the Rams some serious, serious problems. And the Rams are going to have to adjust. We're going to see how they come back from really a, a poor performance. I mean, there's no way to say it. It was a poor performance for a good chunk of that 49er game. And how are they going to come back from that? How are they going to handle a defense like the Bears that have, they have stars. They have real star power. And they have guys who can get to the football quickly. I can't wait. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see how these two teams go at it. Okay, so quick news for you about the Rams. This is on, we're on Friday here. Some things are, Ashawn Robinson's back. He could even play on Monday night. I mean, that would be a great thing if he can at least give, she's 10, just 10 snaps to run in run situations. And, that are productive. I think the Rams will take it. They'll definitely help in the run game. We know this week that the Rams also signed Kai Forbath as a kicker. Um, he's insisting, Sean McVay is, that it's not over for Sam Sloan. Well, I guess we'll find out because you're not going to keep two kickers on the roster. Will Forbath beat Sloman in the kicking competition? I mean, that's, that's something to think about. Uh, the trade deadline's coming up. Watch that. I know there's some articles out there at advocating for the Rams to go after some players from the Giants or Jets. Uh, you know, I, I think the Rams need to stand pat. I think they've done enough movement here. They don't need to mess with their, with their contracts anymore, mess with the cap anymore. I would look and leave it be. But you know what? Les Need knows the books better than I do. He knows this team needs more than 90. So if something happens, it happens. All right, that's it for now. Shorter podcast. It's the weekend. I want to give you guys a, a breakdown, a little bit of each uh, each guest here. Tomorrow, we'll release the podcast with Chicago Audible guys. I do want to thank Austin for coming on the show and just breaking down the Bears from his point of view. Make sure you check out, if you want to hear the other side of things, go check out Lakeshore Live and give them a listen. All right. Well, this is Derek C. Apollo. You can find me on Twitter at DC Apollo. You can find us at Talk Rams or on Facebook. We're at the Rams Talk page. Or the Rams Talk Room is also a group for us. Don't forget us everywhere podcasts can be found. We're there. Subscribe. If you can, leave a review. We really appreciate it. And until next time, we're out of here. Take care now.
NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Curry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. The NBA is back. Where else can you get this type of drama? Where else does history hang from the Raptors? Jalen Brown throws it down. Where else is your own city? Home to your biggest rival. The battle of LA is real, people. And 30 feet is still in range. Hurry, action. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? Where else is history? Still in the making. Oh, my goodness. Where else? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. If you have a family relying on your income, you need life insurance. But finding the best quote shouldn't take a lifetime. That's where Policy Genius comes in. In minutes, Policy Genius could save you 50% or more simply by comparing quotes from America's top insurers. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team handles all the paperwork and red tape. To save on life insurance and get protection for you and your family, head to policygenius.com today. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.